phrase right people are always saying i sleep when i'm dead because they're working hard they want to work hard they got goals they got ambitions and god bless them good for them i got them too especially in the realm of of art music writing film dance whatever gotta work hard gotta hustle hard we respect the hustle we love the hustle i sleep when i'm dead bro i said that phrase a gang of times as a as a younger snake man uh probably it is not isn't Younger snake men have said it a lot. You know, well, we say that because we want to do things. We got passion, right? We want to do these things and we want to do them now. And we know they take a lot of work. A lot of fucking hard work. Plus talent, plus, you know, fucking, what do you call that shit? Networking, who you know. It takes a lot. There's many elements to this shit. And you got to work hard, right? You got to fucking... Do it now. Sleep when you're dead, man. Sleep when you're dead, bro. Rise and grind. I'm on Twitter. Rise and grind. Yo, rise and suck my fucking dick. Please don't tell me to rise and grind. I can't stand it. And I know I'm being, I tend to do this. I know I'm being critical. I got friends and associates and people who say these things and, and do these things. I still love you. I love all you. I'm just talking about this. Don't don't take it out of I guess it, it's not out of context, but don't take it too hard. I'm just saying, I hate when I hear people say that shit to me. You know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. And I'm going to get to it in a second, you know? We, we, we want to work hard. It's a very work ethic, right? We, ex- we, we really respect a hard work ethic. We admire a work ethic, especially in, in, in artists. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what we do on Damaged Goods. We're not talking about... Construction workers and school teachers and politicians and lobbyists and doctors, and there's no disrespect to them. I respect all that. But this is a podcast where we discuss the arts. And in the arts, we respect hard work because we see it pay off. When you admire somebody, whether it's a musician, an actor, a director, a writer, a dancer, whatever, and they're successful, however you, or you just like their, their shit, their output. You see that it took some hard work for them, and you respect it, and you understand that it might take the same for you, maybe even more, maybe a little less. But we respect hard work, and we respect that work ethic. Hustle. We respect the hustle. Gotta hustle, man. Hustle hard. Work hard. Now, hard work's important, all right? Don't get it fucking twisted. Do not twist it up. You like my enunciation? I'm, I'm really hitting all the fucking... The syllables there. My girl, English is her second language, but she enunciates words way better than I do. Uh, so I'm trying to take a cue out of, of uh, you know, page out of her book, a cue from her. But we really do respect this this hard work shit. Sh- shout outs to Rim. Uh, and you guys might hear me shouting out some people because I'm doing these solo podcasts like this. I also kind of do them, on, not kind of, I do do them on IG Live. So I shout out some people here and there, so don't let it distract you. Uh, and I apologize if it does. But we respect this work ethic. In this hard work thing, everyone works hard around the world. But there is this very American cultural element of hard work first and foremost before everything and everything else can wait thing. Travel the world. Please travel the world if you can, when you can, when you feel comfortable, when you're even allowed to, depending on where you live. Travel the world and see the differences in this cultural element. It's a very... American notion. Go to Europe. 
go to South America, Central America, go to the Caribbean, go to a West Indian Island like Nevis where I grew up. People work hard, but it's not the end-all, be-all. It's not the first thing. It's not the most important. It's not prized above every other thing. Now, maybe Asia's different. The parts of Asia I've been to, hard work is very much uh, promoted, respected, encouraged. But maybe there's other places I don't know about, so I can't speak on it. But I do know... Uh, that hard work is a very American thing. It's like, I work fucking hard. Sleep when I'm dead. Rise and grind. Hustle hard. Hustle hard. And that applies to the arts. Entertainment. You know, the arts and entertainment kind of dance in the same fucking circle. Um, especially if you, people who want to be famous musicians or famous actors and actresses, famous writers, famous whatevers. Gotta work fucking hard, man, because they, they, they make you feel, and it's kind of true, that there's other people, millions of other people, trying to do the same thing you're doing, and there's only so many slots. And if you're not working hard enough, somebody else out there is working right fucking now when you're, when you're asleep, when you're resting, when you're feeding your kids, when you're just trying to cut your toenails. Someone's doing what you do, maybe better, maybe not better, but they're doing it right now. They're putting in the goddamn hours, 10,000 hours. Got to put in your 10,000 hours. What is that Malcolm Gladwell book? I like Malcolm Gladwell. I like some of his books. I don't care much for that book. What was that? It's not Freakonomics. Is it the tipping point? No. I don't know, man. It's the one that has the 10,000 hours shit. And uh, what up, Ale? I love you, brother. The 10,000 hours thing. It's kind of true. It's kind of not. When it comes to large-scale success, yeah, talent's important. Who you know is important. I think more important than any of that is just fucking luck and timing. Timing. Doesn't mean you don't work hard. In art, right? Uh, okay, Tupac, one of my favorite music artists of all time, my favorite hip-hop artist of all time. It was just the 25th anniversary of his double album, All Eyes on Me. Possibly the best double album in hip-hop? Yeah, that, I guess that in Life After Death for me. Anyway, seminal album. He recorded it in two weeks after getting out of a one-year prison bed. He'd been out for probably a few days, and then he went in the studio and recorded a double album in two weeks. Pac was always prolific. Now, we love prolific artists. We love output. He worked hard as fuck. And Tupac, if you listen to his music or saw any interviews from him or people close to him talking about him, he knew death was looming. And the inevitable fate that he would find very shortly after this uh, would be the proof of that. He knew it. So, you know, maybe there's motivation because he, he sensed something coming. The man also just got out of a prison bed. He probably had a lot of emotions swirling around, a lot of things going on. And it wasn't that he just did two weeks in the studio making music. He did two weeks doing therapy. For artists, our art is also our therapy. It heals us. It helps us cope. It's, it's, it's a very important process just to live, just to be alive, just to continue to do this art. So, yes, he did. Went in those studios. Probably just one studio. He went in that studio and he put it in a lot of work and he put out an incredible double album and we love that <laughs> and I'm all about working hard dude when I was a, when I had a 10 year independent music career I worked my motherfucking ass off when I do broadcasting when I write books I work my ass off don't get it twisted but I'm getting here I'm gonna tie it all in right you always hear people say work hard work hard work hard hustle hard hustle hard hustle hard and no doubt I always really enjoyed the piece of advice work smarter not harder. Hustle smarter, not harder. That doesn't mean you don't work hard. That doesn't mean you, you don't hustle hard sometimes. You definitely do. But you work smarter so that when the 
situation comes, and it will come, these situations will present themselves, they will bat down the motherfucking door violently and present themselves, you might have to work a little harder. You might have to suck it up and truck on through and get that shit done. But if you work smarter up until that point, you'll be more efficient. And when those situations do present themselves unapologetically, you will have enough fuel in the tank, enough wind in the sails, enough energy in your goddamn body to work harder, to hustle harder. You're not expending that energy just for nothing. You know, some people, they don't work smarter. They just work harder. And this shit ain't a goddamn sprint. It's a marathon, baby. I don't know what the proper term is for the sprint. Is it a, excuse me, I got hiccups. A sprint race? I don't even know, dude. Shows you I'm not much of a fucking track and field gentleman. But it's a marathon. It's a motherfucking marathon. You gotta think about the long term. The older I get, the more I look back on that. I'll sleep when I'm dead ass, little Jake the Snake. And realize, ah, oh, fuck all that, man. You gotta, you gotta plan to have enough energy to keep it going. Okay? You gotta keep it going. The other day, right, I'm in Mexico. Taking care of my father. Uh, I, I'm not trying to talk about this. I know I talk about this on the podcast a lot. It's just not a woe is me tale. I'm just, for those who don't know, I'm down in Mexico. I'm taking care of my terminal father, right? Um, I'm stressed. I'm exhausted. I got no family down here. None of his close friends that I know from Massachusetts are here. He's got friends. He's been down here for 11 years. And I know them. They're good. But I don't have a support system. My girl's back in Los Angeles now. She just left last week. I'm tired as a motherfucker, dude. Tired as a motherfucker. I'm a butler. I'm a cook. I'm a goddamn chauffeur. I'm a nurse. I'm doing all these things, all these things but my own thing. So I'm tired, man. Look, I mean, look, I'm talking about, you know, sleep with them dead, rest, and I got bags under my eyes. My face looks like it's going on vacation. So I get it. But I'm tired. And this, this proves my point. It's Monday. Fucking, we got to get up early and drive to the capital, La Paz, which is about an hour, hour, 10 minutes away for his chemo session. And I'm tired, I'm stressed, and he hasn't been doing good. He's in a lot of pain. He's in new meds. I got no one helping me. I'm fucking getting my shit together. He's, he can't stop thinking about this chemo appointment because he had blood work done, and he doesn't even know if he's going to get chemo. He's kind of stressed. He's got anxiety about what the doctor may say. And it's building on me. So for Saturday and Sunday beforehand, it's, he's just talking about chemo Monday. And I'm in the zone, too, because I'm tired. I'm like, oh, yeah, chemo Monday. Oh, chemo Monday. Ugh. I drive my ass to motherfucking La Paz with him. We get in there. Gentleman at the reception's like, uh, Dr. Anna says the appointment's tomorrow. I'm like, what? What the fuck? What you mean, dude? Why? It's always today. Why would she change it? I call her Dr. Anna because her last name is not pronounceable. I know it's not a Mexican last name. She's actually Russian, born in Mexico. And it's uh, two hyphenated Russian names that are incredibly hard for me. And I'm half Slavic and I can't pronounce them. Anyway, Dr. Anna calls me on the phone. She's like, yeah, it's Monday. The, the appointments are Tuesday. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Now she's a sweet lady. She... Agrees to meet anyway, whatever we have it thing. But the proof of the proof, uh, the point I'm proving here is that I was so fucking tired. And I was just trying to work harder. I was pushing myself, doing all this shit for him for days and weeks and months now. I was so tired, sleep deprived, exhausted, with no self care. I fucked up. I didn't do the right shit. I wasn't working efficiently. I wasn't working smarter. I was just working harder. And it fucked me up. So sometimes it's not the best to just. Always work hard. Sorry, let me get some of that agua in me. You gotta rest, man. You gotta rest. Right? You need to. Efficiency. 
right? The whole goal of working harder, right, is to get things not just done, but you want to get them done right. So if you're writing a screenplay, you're you're practicing your lines for a role, you're tuning your guitar for a jam with with your with your band, uh, you're writing a book, whatever the fuck you're doing artistically, you want to work hard. I know you're worried that the slots are getting filled by other people doing what you're doing at the same time. You're, you're seeing what they're doing on social media, and you feel. I don't know, threatened, scared, nervous, challenged, insecure, pick your fucking adjectives. You want to do what you got to do to get what you want, right? What we think is success, and we all define success differently. We don't even have to get into that. That's a whole other motherfucking podcast. But you want to do this, but if you ain't doing it right, it don't matter if you're doing it. Rise and grind. Fuck rising and grinding. You know what I do when I rise? I get up, I go to the bathroom, take a piss, wash my hands, Wash my hands thoroughly. Splash water on my face. I go back. I pray. Some people meditate. Whatever. That's my thing. I go in in the living room. And I don't have my phone in the room. We don't sleep with the phones in the room. No routers. No electronics. Go in the kitchen. Pop on some water to boil for some tea. Maybe get some coffee ready. Maybe I put on some jazz. Some mellow shit in the morning. Whatever it is. I have my little routine before I get down to it. And then when it comes time to get down to it, I'm in the better zone. I've started my day right. I've laid a foundation. It don't matter how good the windows on the house are, the roof, the motherfucking shingles. If the foundation ain't right, the whole shit will come crashing down. So I get my foundation right. You got to get your foundation right. Then you start your day. Then you get into your work. Then you do what you want to do, what you got to do, what you think you need to do, whatever. But you want to do it efficiently. You want to do it well. And if you're well-rested, you can create the best art. When you're well-rested, you can create the best art. Don't get it twisted. I've made, I mean, I wrote a lot of my book, Quicksand, under a lot of pain and duress and stuff, you know? Um, I've written music, wrote music like that. I know a lot of artists have, under pain, but it doesn't mean you're not resting. You gotta, you gotta get fresh eyes on it. You ever heard that phrase? I think season five of The Wire, they're talking to Kima about having fresh eyes on a, on a crime scene as a detective. You gotta step away and come back to see and make sure what you're doing is on point. That you're doing it right. That you're not just going through the motions and doing it. That that screenplay is getting an analytical eye. That that piece of art isn't missing or has too much of what it doesn't need. That that song sounds fucking good. You got to step back and get fresh eyes, fresh ears, whatever. If you're working too hard, burning yourself out, you can't fucking tell anymore, dude. Not only are you not maybe doing it good and efficiently, but you're too tired to even tell with those fresh eyes. You need fresh eyes. You need to rest. And certain artists, in specific like writers, whether it's writing books or whether it's writing music or whatever, you can't just, well, let me see. Yes, you can. You can just write, write, write. But if you're putting out real shit, content with substance, you can't just always write and record and put it out there. You have to live a life. Writers, musicians, they, you have to live a fucking life so you have shit to write about. Experiences, perspective, feelings, growth. If you want to do some pop bubblegum bullshit, some cookie cutter factory music and books and scripts or whatever, then fine. Just work hard. Just work hard. Work, hustle harder and just work hard and sleep with your dead, man. Rise and grind, man. And you, you can put that crap out. But if it's going to come from the heart, if it's going to come from a real place, if you really want to touch some souls, turn some heads, open some eyes, get people to listen, to watch, to appreciate, to feel what you're doing, you got to do it the best you can, and you got to be in good shape, man. You got to take care of number one. You know when you fly on an airplane, 
and they're fucking giving this speech that none of us listen to <laughs> about what to do in an emergency, which we'd all probably be fucked in. I've flown a gazillion times in my life, and I still don't know what they say. But the one thing I do remember, you know, uh, they say, you know, when the masks drop down, God forbid, when the masks drop down, put yours on first. Make sure it's secure and snug. Then help the person or child next to you. Take care of number one so you can take care of number two. Because if number one ain't good, number two ain't going to be good. So if you, as a creative... As an artist, if you're not well-rested, if you're not working efficiently, the shit you're going to do is going to not be good. A.K.A. it might suck shit. So you got to rest, dude, because if you're just busting uh, all this work, putting out 20 mixtapes a year, 7 books a month, whatever, 20 movies. I mean, I'm exaggerating. But if you're just doing that, then you just put out crap. If you want to just put out crap, that's fine. There's plenty of people who just put out crap. And they get paid. And if they're at that position, they get paid. But if you're... If you're trying to break in or you're new or fresh or you actually have integrity and you want to put out good shit, you got to rest. You got to recharge that battery, baby. Get some fucking sleep. I'm dying of sleep. I give you my left leg to get some sleep right now, you know? As a writer myself, you know, I'm living life all the time. And these experiences go into my first book. They're going into my second book that's coming out. They go into the podcast. They go into my radio show. They went into all my music. And it that is therapy for me to heal and process and deal and understand those things. But it also lets me have things. Some people are just putting out whatever, dude. If you want to just put out whatever, dude, yeah, go to fuck ahead, rise and grind. Sleep when you're dead. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of joking. I'm not shitting on all y'all that say that because some of y'all are my friends and I love you and I respect you. And you are successful. You are making things happen. But I do think we undervalue how important it is to, to rest and enjoy these things. Because what is success? What is it when you have all that but you got nothing to show for? You know, you go to these other countries and, and continents, like I mentioned earlier, people enjoy life. And they might have these same successes, maybe not to the same degree, maybe to a greater degree. But they enjoy these things. They get to share time with the family, their friends. They get to look at the beautiful things they made, look at the sunset, enjoy a nice meal. If you ain't doing all that, then all that shit in the world don't mean motherfucking nothing. It doesn't. Talk to people on their deathbed who lived that life, and they'll tell you how it doesn't mean fucking shit when you get there if you didn't enjoy it along the way with, with people you love, or at least yourself giving yourself that time to appreciate it. What up, Tamara? How you doing, girl? I hope Brazil's beautiful. You want to do it good, so rest. Get some fucking rest, dude. Look at my eyes. I need rest. Look at these shits, bro. I need rest or cucumbers or ice cubes. We all do. And then the art you do is better. Definitely, dude. Work smarter, not harder. And then when you need to work harder, you got the fucking reserves, baby. You got that extra clip on your hip. And you can fucking do it, dude. Uh, so yeah, if you want to rise and grind manana, go fucking rise and grind manana. Or like maybe you want to rise and listen to some smooth jazz and drink some green tea. Maybe you want to pray, do your fucking yoga. I don't know, water the plants, do something for you. But think about it. This shit ain't a goddamn sprinting ass event. This shit is a motherfucking marathon. Treat yourself right, take care of yourself right, and then your art will be right. All right. All right, y'all. This episode of the Damaged Goods Podcast was brought to you by Elite Botanicals. Elite Botanicals is originally the CBD division of Elite Cannabis. If you guys have heard me talk about them, you know this is my favorite CBD product out there. The only one that truly works. I swear by it. That's why I'm endorsing them, not for any other reason. And now they're back with their new line for your little pets, Whole Pet CBD. 
They are one of the first companies farming high CBD cannabis under industrial hemp rigs. They've been working with CBD since 2013 with one of the first licensees in Colorado. Also, they've been working with Colorado State University since 2016 on their canine research study with CBD. So they know what they're doing. Their focus is providing farm-to-table product that uses the best ingredients possible, ultra-refined, distilled, full-spectrum CBD oil at high potency for reasonable pricing. That's the problem. Most of these other guys are overpriced for their non-working stuff. This allows for effective dosing and a 30-day-plus supply per unit. For the pets, they've got drops that go on their food or in their mouth. they got chicken and salmon-flavored ones. They've got soft gel capsules. they got a gravy powder. You just sprinkle that over their food or put a couple of water in there, and it makes a nice little gravy mix chocked full of CBD, glucosamine, and omegas for their joints. They've got nose and toes balm for cracked noses and paws, and they got some all-natural treats on the way. All this is available at wholepetcbd.com. Elite Cannabis, Elite Botanicals, and now Whole Pet CBD, all from Elite. Go check it out. And now for an additional discount, use the promo code DAMAGEDGOODS. That's D-A-M-A-G-E-D-G-O-O-D-S. Damaged Goods to get an additional percentage off.